0: We're in chapter 2 of Titus, verse number 9. This all fits in with the preceding verses, but we'll go on. Exhort servants to be obedient to their own masters. That's a good thing. By the way, the, the word here for servants means slaves. Because what does it say? Exhort We're to exhort servants, or slaves, to be obedient to their own masters. What it means there is they were their own, they were the owners of those slaves. Hello? You say, well, I don't believe in slavery. Well, I don't think hardly anybody in America does anymore either. But we're a bond slave of Jesus Christ. And the Bible teaches here that if you were a servant, by the way, in the Old Testament, if you owed debts that you couldn't pay, you became a, a slave of that man till your debt was paid. We sure could have some remuneration. Not slavery again, that's for sure, but we could sure have uh, some, uh, what do they call that? Paying back? Huh? Reparation. We need, sure, sure need some reparations. You know what I was told in one court case over at Fort Hood is we have no nothing for that. All they do is jail them today. They're totally against the Bible. They don't know it, and they're totally against what God's word. If you steal something, you ought to pay it back. Double, triple, or four times, or five times, the Bible says. That'll sure, keep you, that'll sure straighten you up from stealing someone's vehicle if you have to pay them back with two or three or four of, or five of them. Wow. You steal their big, their big truck that they used to haul stones? You steal their truck and wreck it? Destroy it? Well, just pay back, like if you stole their ox, then you had to pay five oxen back for one. Why? That was the beast of burden that treaded out the corn that made you the money. And that could cause you to go bankrupt in your farming if you lost your only ox. Well, if a man lost his only truck, you know what they do? They put you in jail and you never have to pay it back. That's a shame. I think that's unjust. I think the man should become that man's slave, in essence, if he stole from him. Amen? Till he pays it back. And since that man could lose, if that was his only truck, he could lose the whole thing. And if he didn't have the proper insurance on that very expensive truck, and he let the insurance run out, and this man took it and wrecked it, boy, that man's ruined. His whole business is gone. Oh, no, it's not gone. This guy, at least if it's gone, this guy is going to going to be my worker uh, for about 10 years until he pays every bit of that back. That'll make a fellow think twice before he steals someone's big truck, thinks he can get away with it. Amen. That's Bible. Now we put him in jail and give him a color TV. And give them exercise rooms and all that stuff. And and let them go to school. I think they ought to clean the floor with their teeth. Say, you're mean. No, I'm not mean. You ought to take them and do what the Bible says. Flog them. That's what they did to our lovely Lord Jesus. They're more biblical than today. By the way, the, the, the way that they treated and and they beat a person back in those days was more biblical than what we do today even in america with our children nowhere in the bible does it say you're supposed to uh, uh, spank your child in this area hello hello you say well you're you're changing theology i'm not it says no no you look at the bible where did they where did they whip the people where did they whip them on their back That's better for social services too, amen? Amen? Away from the reproductive areas as well? Hello? The back? I think that would be better. Did you ever see the old film by Dr. Bob Jones Sr.? And they had the old schoolroom. And the big boy, he said, I'll take his punishment. And he gets over over the back of the younger little boy who stole, stole someone else's sandwich because he was, so, he was starving. He didn't have any food. And in the old one-room schoolroom, the, the big boy, he says, I'll take his punishment. And it was on his back, that which was up on the blackboard, that he'll take so many lashes for doing this, being disrespectful of the teacher, and so much for stealing. And the older one... Praise God. He said, I'll take his. He, he already had, he was so skinny and everything. The big guy said, I'll take his beating. Well, amen. If you had a prisoner and you took a prisoner, all through the ages, they flogged him on their back. Not on their face, not on their head. Hello? On their back. That's in the book here somewhere, amen? I know it's in the book because it speaks about that in the Bible, not just the beating of the Lord Jesus, but others. What does it say about 40 stripes save one? Where are those 40 stripes on their backs, friends? Their bracks. All right. Exhort servants to be obedient. You ladies shouldn't feel so badly about being obedient to your own husbands. Don't we have that right in this same portion? Look at verse 4, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Look at what it says, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands. Especially if you have a saved husband, a Christian husband, or even claims Christianity. You should be able to obey your own husband if, the, if it says here that the servants shall obey their own masters. Hello, we're in an age today. You don't hear that on the TV, do you? Huh? That a woman is supposed to obey her husband. Hello, I've got Bible. Don't act that way. That's Bible. Amen? The Bible says you're to obey your husband, ladies. Not if he's right. If he's wrong, you're to obey him, as long as it's not against the word of God. Amen? You don't sin. If your husband tells you to sin, you don't sin. If your husband tells you to get drunk, you don't get drunk. If he tells you to drink with him, you don't drink with him. Amen? If he told, what if he told you to drink poison with him, so you could all die? Huh? You don't obey him. That's against the Bible. But in other little things, you better obey your husband. The Bible says so. And if you don't, you're a rebel. And you're going to pay for not obeying your husband, women. Amen? And if you don't obey your husband, uh, older ladies, the younger ones who are growing up are not going to obey their husband. You say, well, my husband's not right all the time. You, You just obey him anyhow. If he tells you you can't pray, you pray anyhow. But even there, even there, you need to be reverent to your husband. So here it says, servants, obey your, uh, your own masters. And I say it again, you ought to be able to obey your husband and especially obey your husband if he's a Christian. Even over and above, but even if he's not a Christian, you're supposed to obey him. And children are obey their parents. Even as a teenager when I, ha- I had to go to church and get my fellowship back with God, my father forbade me to go he made me go to the dances and he made and, he, and I didn't want to go anymore. I got saved. He made me go to the youth fellowship and I didn't want to go anymore. And then I got backslidden. I had to come back. And then I had to I went to a meeting. I was wandering the streets of Buffalo, New York, and a revival was going. I went in there and a, a eloquent preacher was there. Afterwards I went up to him, I said, My father says I have to do this and this. He said, Well, it says you're to obey your parents in the Lord. He said, That's not in the Lord. Then I took liberties too far the other way. And I started going back to high school to the Bible club. Dad had forbade me to go to the Bible club and to the Baptist church. He said, you go to the Methodist church. And I obeyed my dad, but I got backslidden. Discouraged. And I came back and I said, Dad, no, I'm going to go to the this and that and the other. Then after a while, God smote me again and said, well, you're back on your feet. Now you go back and tell your father that you're sorry. And you're going to shine his shoes if you want him. he wants you to shine his shoes or do anything else, but you've got to read the Bible and pray, and I've yeah. got to have fellowship, and I've got to go to a church that feeds my soul. And Dad took me in his arms, and we both wept together. And thank God it wasn't long, and I was off in Uncle Sam's Navy. And I, didn't, I was not under my dad's table. Because when I had my feet under his table, I had to do what he told me. You can't have three or four different heads in one hole. It's confusion. And my mother sure didn't run my father. He was in charge. He knew it, mom knew it, and all the boys, uh, two boys knew it, and my sisters knew it. But praise God, I got in the Navy, and all I had is the Lord. Didn't have to obey dad anymore. I still had to honor dad and respect dad, but I wasn't in his home anymore. You better obey your parents. And you ought to be able to obey your wives. You young girls and young fellows, you better obey your parents. Amen? Lane and Logan, you obey your daddy. If you get stronger than your daddy, I hope your mom and daddy both tackle you and beat the fire out of you. You say, well, that shouldn't have to be. No, but some some kids, they, they start feeling, especially boys, they start thinking they're pretty tough. Well, if you have too much trouble, call the Harveys. We'll come over and help you out. I don't expect that from our boys. Amen. God bless you, boys. You be obedient. Just obey mom, even if dad's not around. Amen. Or we'll hear about it. Amen. Hello. Hello. You better obey. Honor your parents. Obey your parents. And they're not always going to be right, but they'll be right more than they're wrong. Just obey them. I I can say this too. You women who have an unsaved husband, he will be right, generally speaking. If they're in the home with you, they will be right more than they are wrong. I'm not talking about spiritual matters, but overall matters. If they have any love for you at all, they'll be right more than they are wrong in their decisions. Hello? Because they have love for you. They, do, they want the bills to be paid. Or it all comes down on them. Amen? Saved or lost? I said, you don't go against them and sin against God. Are you with me, though? God has a chain of command. You better not break it. You're going to pay for it. You're going to pay dearly for it. You obey except when it comes to sinning. Against God, or when you have to obey God, which is greater. And not in trivial things, but in only the spiritual major things. Look what it says. And to please them well in all things. They're not only to obey their masters, they're to please them well in all things. All things. Not answering again. That goes for the children, and it goes for the wives as well. Don't answer back at your husband. Don't get the last word, ladies. You'll lose. You say, you mean he'll win the argument? No, you'll lose with God. You say, well, I sure taught him something, didn't I? You're, you're, you're on the losing end of this, ladies. You're on the losing end of this. You may win the, you may win the battle, but you're going to lose the war because you're against God when you're disobeying your husband. Hello? Boy, it's getting quiet in here tonight. We're in America, and our, our whole society is so messed up that we think that it's okay for a woman to tell her husband off almost right in front of other people. It's evil. And you shouldn't do it at home either. Hello? Hello? And don't make a joke of every, every command he gives you either. Oh, man, I feel like preaching tonight. Amen? Don't laugh off everything when he's serious. He has his weaknesses, his failures. Don't bring them up to him. It won't help you. You're you're finding fault with yourself if you're finding fault with your husband. Amen? They too shall be one flesh. to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining. This is speaking about masters and servants, not stealing or wasting time or money, but gaining for his master, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity, faithfulness, truth, being there for them, being true to them that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly. How many times this word soberly is mentioned? For the young men, for the young ladies, for the women, for the men, we need to be sober-minded. Sober-minded, serious about life. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior. There, Jesus is called God there, the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. He's our great God, amen? Emmanuel, God with us. By the way, you do everything in your power to encourage these young uh, soldiers to come back to church Sunday night. In fact, you plumb tell them it's a sin not to be back in church Sunday night. You be nice to them. You tell them, what do you mean you're not coming back tonight? I don't care about you. You've got to get ready for some inspection tomorrow. You've got your duty to God and your duty to God comes first above your commander. Hello? Hello? Hello, it does. Now, don't get me wrong. When he tells you to do something, you be there. You might not be able to go to the fellowship afterwards, but you do your best to be in church. Be faithful to every service of the church. Amen? Won't be long and you'll be there with Steve. I saw Steve over there tonight doing something. That's good, brother. That's good. Be doing something for the Lord. Play an instrument. Get a mouth harp or something. Amen? Get a trumpet. Do something for the Lord. Encourage one another in what's right. Encourage these young men. Even if you're not tithing yet and doing right, encourage them to tithe. Say, I'm working on it too. Don't say, well, I'm having such trouble with it. I don't think you'll ever get any victory in that area because I can't. Don't get any myself. All oh, you're not going to help anybody. So, yeah, you ought to tithe. Joe Grab said you ought to tithe. The Bible says you ought to tithe. I'm having a battle with it myself. It's hard for me, too. But do what's right, and God will bless you for it. Amen. How's your attitude toward other people? Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity purify on himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works these things. Speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Our Father, bless the word tonight. Thy word is truth. Heaven earth shall pass away. Bless us, Lord. Help us to sit in heavenly places. May the word be precious to us. May even the rebuke be precious to us. May even the exhortation be precious to us. Lord, to think that That, dear God, in your greatness and glory and holiness would come down and speak to us. Such weak ones in thy creation. That, Lord, that you would speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Teach us. Help us. Instruct us. Empower us. Do something great and good and glorious for us.